And we're live. Welcome to Keepers of the Word. You're here with Mike, Ron, James, and our production crew that you don't see on video. We've got Joe, we've got Brian, and we've got Andrew. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. Good to be back. So, glad you have you guys with us. Uh, the Bean TV, thank you for joining. Um, I want to thank our sponsors, Road and Sweetwater. And generally, how was your day, gentlemen? It's awesome, man. It's good to be back. I was in Texas last week, so, you know, I called in. It was good to chat with you guys on the phone and uh, check that. The that. weather's been a little weird. It's been, it's been weird. Cold, hot, cold, cold hot. hot. Yes. Kind of, kind of throwing me off a little bit. I woke up and it was too hot. So today's main topic, the movie by Alejandro Jordowski, Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. So what is the Holy Mountain about? It's commercialization of art, greed, and spirituality. So the fake wokeness, challenging the flaws in our society's moral code, corruption of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe in, in a nutshell that sums it up, but let's get into Alejandro himself. He was born in Chile. Uh, Later he moved to Mexico and then he took on uh, he joined uh, this monk by Ijo Takara and became a Zen Buddhist, which you see some of that symbolism in the mm-hmm. movie, right? A lot of it. Um, during that time, that's where Alejandro really links into his own spirituality. So, the movie, To Become a God, The Spiritual Art Journey. Let's begin. Yeah, you know, Alejandro says that the tarot will teach you how to create a soul. And, you know, it's all, I can go through the, uh, the tarot cards and the way that Alejandro describes them, and we can continue discussing uh, the movie and aspects of these tarot cards with the movie, if that, uh, that works for you yeah, guys. Yeah, we can, we can so, go yeah. into all of it. Cool. Yeah. So it starts with the madman or the fool, which represents total freedom. And then you have the first card, the priestess, which is gathered experience. The magician, the beginning or choice. Actually, I switched those back and forth. It's the magician and then the priestess. Uh, The empress, an explosion of creativity. The emperor, material stability. The pope. The beginning of spirituality, the lover, which is to establish a loving relationship with the world, the cart, action in the world, justice, to get what you deserve, the hermit, deep connection with yourself, wheel of fortune, end of a cycle, force, to deeply feel your libido, your life force or kundalini. The hangman, get deeply in touch with your spiritual or with your spiritual. Arcana, transformation into something new. Healing, to heal yourself. The devil, getting in touch with your creativity. Don't fear seeing it. House of God, Push boundaries beyond your mental limits. The star. Find a place 
and acting on it in the world. The moon, great archetype of receptivity. The sun, beginning of a new life. The judgment, androgynous thought, superior mind. The world, total awareness. The culmination of your masculine, feminine, intellectual, sexual, emotional, and earthly parts. The madman or the fool to the world is a complete union of the soul. This is pretty cool how, like, you know, it's a step-by-step, basically, just like how the movie is. It which Basically, it's, it's man's ascension from matter into spirit. So that's why in the beginning of the movie, like the first what, 20, 30 minutes, it's rough. Well, the first scene, if you think about it, the first scene is stripping women of makeup, nails, and hair, kind of getting them ready to, getting you ready for your spiritual journey, right? And, mm-hmm. and that first scene, he's, he's getting them ready, he's preparing. Mm-hmm. He's doing, he's doing his, his thing to prepare himself mm-hmm. to purify them, to get ready for the journey. Mm-hmm. Shaving them. And, and, I mean, when you see it for the first time, you're like, whoa, it's what shocking. the hell is going on, you know? Yeah. But if you look at it from a An esoteric. Buddhist or Zen aspect, mm-hmm. it makes sense. So I read that before shooting the movie, under the instruction of a Zen master, Alejandro and his wife, stayed awake for a whole week, purged their bodies. And then after that, they got a a roundup of all of the main characters that were involved in the movie. And and they started to begin this method of spiritual training involving Zen, Sufi, and yoga exercises with a sprinkle of alchemy and all, mm-hmm. all over it. And that got them ready for this whole adventure. It's journey, that they, really. That they took. Yeah. Even the actors. The actors took a physical, mental, and spiritual journey on this film. For sure. Yeah, they prepared themselves. They, they prepared themselves much like uh, the, the initiates were being prepared at the beginning of the movie. So I believe not only did they walk the walk, but they also talked the talk. They, they did. I mean, this movie definitely, I don't even know how many times I've watched the movie, and it's really long. But every time I watch it, I see something else. And I try to pause it and write it down so I can kind of contemplate what it is and try to piece it together. But it's so multifaceted constantly. Um, it's it's an amazing movie. It's just really rough in the beginning. If you can get past that, when you see the thief in the beginning, the fool, Jesus, or the thief, right? As the alchemist uh, addresses him, calls him. Yeah. When you look at him, he he, he just has this view of everything with ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? he's and clueless. He's, he's, he's clueless, yeah. and the things that are happening around him are just atrocities. Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. he's like, eh, whatever you know. This is the world. He's going along right? with it, so it's it, okay. It really kind of nails down our society today. Absolutely, right? and I think that's the main purpose of this movie for you to see what you're not seeing. I think this is what upset people so much is right. that it was a a mirror showing yeah. them the reality of the world that that they live in, from their belief system to how they conduct themselves. 
to everything the um, the nasty the, the nastiness of of humanity the overindulgence yeah. the i mean the 70s were ba- you know it was yeah. the disco coke scene and yeah. i mean people were definitely overindulgent and overindulging and and into excessive lifestyles and it was absolutely a mirror of what was going on at the time and mm-hmm. and i mean if if we're going to start on a spiritual journey we have to be able to, look, to stri- strip we have, that we have to look in the mirror yeah. and strip it you have to find it first yeah. and then remove it you know what well, you you brought up earlier mike where they remove the makeup and the shaving the head you know um from our other shows uh you know we, we've talked about where makeup comes from you know and that was taught from the fallen angels to put makeup on and to, you know, look like you're ready to copulate the entire time when you're wearing it. Cause you know, the, the woman is now uh, turning red and the lips are becoming full. It's all, that's all what makeup is, is to attract the, the other sex. Right. And you know, one of my favorite parts is when he goes to meet the alchemist and as, as he's walking into his chamber, he's ready with a weapon and he's yeah. moving slowly. Mm-hmm. Right? He fears. Well, he's ignorant. He's fears. Right? Yeah. He fears that he, what the, he doesn't know. The alchemist comes and he opens his arms mm-hmm. as to welcome him. Mm-hmm. He immediately goes to attack mm-hmm. because he's ignorant. He doesn't know. And the alchemist takes him out like but, that real quick. I just want to, doesn't hurt him. I want to shout out to uh, Bean TV there. We are talking about the Holy mountain by Alejandro Jodorowsky. Since we now have sound, I guess we had some issues, some technical difficulties, but anyways, we're back. Keep going. Sorry, okay. Mike. No, it's okay. It's one of my favorite scenes. I mean, yeah. e- even you described it perfectly, how he opens his arms and he allows the man that's coming, this ignorant man, to choose. Where do you want to begin your journey? Ah, oh, you want to begin it here instead of open arms. And even the way he takes him out, he's calm the whole time. Right. Sidestep, touch. Moves, touch. Sidestep, boom, boom, boom. touch. Because it's nothing to him. Because he's already, he's already, he's in the know. He's, mm-hmm. he's enlightened. He mm-hmm. understands what you're going to do to mm-hmm. him and how he can deflect. And he's not even he angry. He could hurt him. Mm-hmm. He could hurt him really bad. Mm-hmm. bad. He chooses not to. He didn't. Right? Mm-mm. Because that is what, that is what martial artists do. Right? right, right. So from there, he goes up into the, goes up further into the tower, mm-hmm. into the alchemy room. Mm-hmm. Right? Beautiful he gets, scene. He gets into, and he starts telling him. You are excrement, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can turn into gold. That is so on point yeah. with everything in life. I, I don't think it can be worded any better. Right. I mean, just the scene alone, the Our, Im- imagery, the imagery alone. This is what you see in the, in the, when alchemists are hiding this in paintings. This is literally, he took it from the, these esoteric hidden books. And he put it on screen. What was this, 1975? 73. 73. Yeah. Right. No one was doing this. Yeah. The world was not ready to see this. No. It's a, ph- it's a philosopher's automatically stone. automatically it became satanic to them. Yeah. Because right. they didn't right? Because you don't understand it. Satanic it's, is, oh, it's satanic. is the, the waste bag of, oh, we don't like that. That's not our religion. Let's dump it in that. Yeah. You know? That is such a cop-out. And it, that's it ignorance. It has nothing to do whatsoever with that Satanism. That is ignorance. That yeah. is the fool approaching the alchemist. Ow. Uh, <laughs> That's it. 100%. Yeah. Perfect. 100%. No, it's definitely, though, I mean, it is the Philosopher's Stone. It's the Masonic, uh, it's the imperfect Ashler that's that's working towards perfection. 100%. Yep. But see, this part 
that moves forward where seven other people join and the thief asks them, asks the alchemist, who are they? Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, they're like you. They're mm-hmm. thieves too, mm-hmm. but they're worse. They're sin. They're industrialists yeah. and politicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is where it gets into the culture of our reality yeah. where of, you have the industrialists taking advantage of people, of colonizers. Of marketing sin. That too. Mm-hmm. And politicians. Mm-hmm. Politicians. Well, they're marketing sin. For their own. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, the, the rest of those tales, they have jobs as CEOs, as mm-hmm. politicians, and they're running major corporations and doing things that, you know, aren't good for the people but it's good for their pockets. Mm -hmm. So technically they are the thieves. Absolutely. that's why you said a lot of people got mad at this movie because you saw the reality of probably what the world is not, not only that people, there's people out there in the world who are doing this, but you are the one being abused. You are the one that's being taken advantage of. You are the fool. And people didn't like that. Well, the other thing is, is that they, they couldn't see it. They couldn't see because ultimately on a spiritual journey, we have, we have to understand, we usually do understand when we start on a spiritual journey, we are all excrement. And it doesn't matter whether you're a CEO of a company, whether you're a politician, whether you're a no one that has a monkey on your back just walking through the streets, clueless. We're all mm-hmm. the same. We're all excrement. We're all the bottom, and we can attain enlightenment. So the, the, the whole purpose of the Holy Mountain is to identify the fake woke, right? Right. Not only to identify the fake woke, but to identify the fake reality that we live in. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in a parallel universe, we're living a completely different life where we don't, we don't have monetary bliss. Yeah. We, we're just nature helping each other, Mm -hmm. growing food, Mm -hmm. living life, no boundaries, no countries, no boundaries, no countries. It's all about, humanity and, yeah. and really taking care Working of each other. together. Right. Right. So moving on, when, when, we, when we go into other parts of the movie and you're seeing, it's shock cinema. It oh, really is. It's beyond shock oh, cinema. Big time. You know, especially the beginning of the movie. I mean, it's throughout the movie, but it, the heaviness, the, the part that people really don't like is in the beginning. And I always tell them, if you can make it past the 30, first 30 minutes, and just know that what he's showing you is for a purpose, uh, you, you can do it. Like I, I recently suggested to a brother, actually, to watch this movie. And he watched it the next day, and he is like, man, I can only get like 20 minutes in, and I had to turn it off. Got to keep going. I'm like, you have to keep going. I mean, in the beginning, everything's rough. I, everything's hard to do because you're not used to it yet, or you haven't gotten past it. I don't think I made it 20 minutes the first time I watched it, but I knew... I got to watch this again. And when I watched it again and then had it with fresh eyes and understanding the concepts, mm-hmm. it was like, dude, this movie's. I, I sat that the first time I watched it, Mike here recommended it to me. I had no idea about this movie. Yeah. So I went and I watched. I'm like, how long is this movie? I'm like, <laughs> right. damn you, Mike. <laughs> so I started watching it. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, okay, at this point, like I'm over it because I get the concept, but it's just going on forever. And it's just showing you the, the, the depth that man is stuck in matter and, and the length of time that we've been. Think of like the medieval times or the, the dark ages and just cruelty, like raping and pillaging of other countries and, and just going in and like, oh, damn, look, at the, here comes this other country. And 
they just declared war on us and they're coming with battle axes and chopping us up. And like, that was horrifying, you know, but he's showing you what man can come out of. No matter how far we go in, you can, you always have a choice to turn around. It'd be a longer road, but you can do it. So once I finished the, the rough part and the first imagery of the, the tower, I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I kept rewinding it just to watch scenes. So it took me longer than the movie because yeah. I kept wanting to rewatching the scenes because it was so beautiful. Just the, the image of him going and seeing the, the alchemist. That itself were the two That's pillars. That's my favorite. Right? Yeah. With the two it's pillars beautiful, he's just sitting there. Beautiful. In his Zen Buddhist. It's ritualistic. Out, out, yeah. And as, as he gets up to greet, you know, he's, he's waiting for seeing, mm-hmm. see what the fool's going to do. Mm-hmm. But he knew. He, he, knew. he expected, but yeah. he's like, maybe. Are you going to wow me? Yeah. Right. You know what? Oh, oh, okay. Okay, you did. Okay. You want to start there. No problem. That's really cool, you know? It's it's like a child. Yeah. You know, and the child's angry. Yeah. You put a kid in the room and say, Don't touch that, and you're gonna sit there right. and watch him ego. So now we gotta go exactly through the whole thing of like this is why you shouldn't touch it, this is why you didn't yeah. do that. We gotta start there. Okay, yeah. cool. No problem. I know where we, we, we should begin. Yeah. To our audience, if you watched the movie, what scene stood out to you the most? Go ahead and put it in the chat stream. We'll address it in a bit. Or if you haven't seen the movie, uh, what do you think you're going to expect? Because from from what we're saying, it's it's rough. It's very rough. Uh, my jaw kept on dropping mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. But the end, the end is what did it for me. That was like, wow, it's mind blowing, right? Like you're like, whoa, like this, this is how we're gonna end it. This piece is is. It's art out of out of time. It's totally know? art and it's I think what did it for me was that after I got past that initial rough kind of imagery in mm-hmm. the very beginning I realized how surrealistic that movie was and how truthful I, it is. I dig surrealism. It's my favorite art form. I love anything that's ethereal and dreamlike yeah. and strange and and so I realized that this was a story that was 100% artistic. Um, and, you know, obviously with the cult following that it has to this day made in 1973. I mean, right. It's, it's an amazing movie. It is. It's very cool. You know, we, when, we on, when we're on the freeway, you know, there's a car accident. A lot of times we don't want to look at it or something because, you know, maybe it'll make our day a little worse. You know, there's something like that imagery. And we choose not to see it. And we go about almost in ignorance sometimes. Did not want to see that negative stuff, and and this movie shows you the negativity that's there, and then then it shows you how to traverse that, how to get out of that. So it's, it's an amazing movie. You know, I would I would propose that it you know almost teaches to be receptive to to the whole concept of Zen Buddhism is to be present. And when we're present, we see things that seem like synchronicities or things that are synchronicities are the universe's way of saying, I recognize you. And it, when, we're, when we are able to be in the moment and pay attention to stuff, we're in a different world than we are when we're marching through the world in our jobs, just doing our usual grind, our regular thing. But when we stop and when we pay attention and we see things and we, you know, that homeless guy that's hanging out on the bus stop every single day and you drive by him and you know, okay, that guy's there. But when you like stop and you look or you Mm. talk to him or you 
interact or something like that. The world, the universe is telling you, gotcha. Right. And yeah. we, we should be in a line with that. And that's what that movie's kind of trying to show you, you know? Agreed. So it's, it's considered a hallucinogenic trip of immoral part of the immoral part of society. Many metaphors on how war and violence is sold to the public mm-hmm. trying to justify war colonialism as an entertaining piece of history to those lives. It never affects Christianity being the justification mm-hmm. of it all. Christianity made it okay for you to colonize and destroy whole civilizations and genocide in the name of God. Maybe we can switch that to in the name of God. Right. Right. So because that was wholesale forever of Jesus. Right. There's a thousand real version of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then there's whose version of Jesus. Correct. What, what, whose version you said Peter's right. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's Saul's. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. Paul, 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 his name's Saul. And he, he later changed because the P's Roman, so he yeah. wants to be more Roman. Yeah. Again, that's a lie. So, you know, the guy changed his whole, whole self. He was actually crucifying Christians and then realized he probably had a mini stroke. They think it's, it was either a stroke or a uh, heat stroke because he saw this bright white light fell off his horse. It was in the middle of the desert. Right. And he goes, but it was a God and Jesus is like, was, why are you crucifying me? And he's like, <laughs> I can make some money here. And he flipped the script, you know? And I'm not saying like, you know, that's to knock the religion or anything like that. It's a, well, I am saying that. So yeah, you know, I'm trying to be PC, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I'm not. There, there's a lot of stuff that's out there. You know, this, this movie definitely calls those religions out. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent correct. This is not an opinion. I want to say this. This Good is not an opinion because today those religious establishments are still conducting themselves almost the same way. They're just trying to keep it secret. And now it's out in the open and nobody wants to do a damn thing. And I think that's shameful and it's, in my opinion, it's horrible. I feel, you know, Catholicism in general, when you don't hold priests accountable for their actions, right? Especially raping little boys and girls, and you just take them away, you move and put them. them in another church. You move them. I'm sorry, but that itself is disgusting, and that's what it's exactly what this movie is talking about, right? Yeah. Those horrible things that people do. Yeah. What evil lurks in the heart of men, which but, is probably why uh, the fool is made to look like Christ. <laughs> well, it's a direct. Yeah. Well, <laughs> think about it. The, yeah. the first time that well, when he showed this. In uh, in Mexico, they wanted to burn down the theater and hang him. I think it was only like thirty minutes into the movie. So they stopped. They never watched the rest of the movie. They, I think, they got the film and they they destroyed it. He had to be snuck out in a trunk of a car. No joke. So his buddy put him in a trunk of a car, and there was a mob outside, ready to burn down the place, and they were looking for him to hang him in the street. Because of what he was showing. Oddly enough, so many years later, he's, he's right. It's just that he saw it for what it was. And, you know, it's unfortunate. And, and that doesn't mean that, like, you know, the people who practice his faith or, or, faith or anything is, is wrong. But, I mean, you know, if, if your establishment is moving a priest 30 times around the world and 30 times he's doing that, there's something wrong with the establishment at that point. It's not a personal level. It's the establishment. So you have to think about the time that it was written. So 
So you have to you have to look back in, into that that moment, in late '60s, early '70s. That's where the whole hippie movement, counterculture, came, yeah, counterculture yeah. Right. came on, and heavy spiritualism jumped in. And right. People were were Eating it raising up. their consciousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something happened where it was suppressed. The '80s. Right. 80s. <laughs> actually, satanic actually, panic. actually, you know, before that, I would propose that the summer of 69, the, the Manson murders changed a lot of things and it ended, it ended that counterculture movement. They started the, they started scheduling all the drugs and making them illegal. And right. then we went into the seventies. The, the war into, on drugs. We went right. into the seventies, which exactly what I told you was about excess and, and, and overindulgence and partying and being crazy. And, and then it just got worse from there. Right. So, uh, Atlas 89, I definitely have to watch the movie. Dude, you really have to watch everybody. Please, you need to see this movie. Please watch it. It's insane. Rip those eyelids open. You'll love it. Ruff Lashler 357, Surrealism in particular with Salvador Dali was about ego and it was all about extreme individualism. Correct. So this, this movie is like Salvador Dali yeah. put art into it. So yeah. if you like, like Salvador he Dali, a, like he's he one of my favorite artists Agreed. for sure. Me too. Uh, the World Ego, The Egg. Like right. I, I love that. I have a painting of it. It's it's as, beautiful. As far as the movie's concerned, too, um, I believe it was just last year that that uh, the production company re-released it, and it is now on um, like Blu-ray, and it's in HD available, and you can get it from Abco from their website. So I believe it's on. And it's, stream- streaming services. it's streaming on a couple of services. I don't know too. which ones, but um, I forget which. It was. Uh, I don't remember, but I know that if you if you just Google search uh, streaming, can you guys? There you go. Yeah, check us out. Uh, streaming. Type in streaming. Holy Mountain streaming. Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. There you go. It's that voice. There we go. Now we can shoot it out. Amazon. Amazon. But it's it, you know I don't know if you guys have have Chilean friends. My aunt's Chilean. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, yeah, you that can accent on, on. is very. Uh, Please watch this yeah, movie. Look at we're literally showing you where you can watch this yeah. movie. Amazon Prime. It's five bucks to watch it. it it's it worth 20. it. Yeah. Just be ready to sit down and watch it. If you have somebody that doesn't like watching movies, kick them out. Watch it by yourself. Sit down, turn your phone off, and really watch it. It's a long movie. How long is it? An hour and fifty three minutes. An hour and fifty. For some reason, it felt longer for me. Well, you kept rewinding. I think I rewinding. It felt way longer because of the situations yeah. that you've been put in. Yeah. Right. Because normally, when we're looking at a movie, we're looking at the beginning. It's nice and soft, and then right. the middle is oh, it's getting crazy, and then right, right. There's the conclusion, and then the mm-hmm. win or the lo- or the lose. Right. 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 This is win lose win lose lose you lose. Win. It makes you feel uncomfortable. Oh my god. You know, if if you're not feeling uncomfortable in life, are you really living? Right. Right. So being uncomfortable makes us learn new things. And this is makes you uncomfortable to show you something. And this may wake you up inside, you know, please watch the movies. So Mike, I want to go back to that Chilean comment. What were you, uh, I I just want to, because the the way they speak, you know, in in English and you knew someone They have, yeah, my aunt, my aunt, she's Chilean and Uh she hasn't, she has a pretty heavy accent. Um, very much like Jorodowski. So it's, it's, yeah, I, it's I noticeable. I spent time in Chile, so yeah. it was uh, it was very yeah. cool, and it was very, you know, it's a different type of strong. Spanish. Yeah. You know? I can right. I can remember being in like one of the marketplaces, and every place down there they were all saying tobacco, tobacco, 
You want tobacco? Tobacco. Oh, that's the thing like, over there. Like, right? No, I don't want tobacco. Uh, you got tobacco. the you got the other stuff. Oh no, that's illegal. <laughs> we have tobacco. So, going into the symbolism, James, what stood out to you most as far as actual symbols when you were in the alchemist? Well, uh, him being put inside the machine. You know, I'm talking about the drawings. Oh, the yeah. drawings. Yeah. For. What do, what do you mean? There's a bunch of symbols. Yeah. There's symbols things. everywhere. I mean, it's all it's alchemy. So what he's showing yeah. you is alchemy. It's it's from it's it's man's ascension from literally. Ma- I said earlier from matter to spiritual. Spiritual. Alchemy. Um, right. I mean, it's it's transcendence is what right. is what it is. Right. Right. So and this is uh, this is actual practices stuff like that. There are some things that when I saw it, I you, you said your jaw dropped. Um, I fell on the floor because you don't get to see this. You know, there's two movies that I tell everybody when people want to t- tell me, um, James, can I come with you and see magic? I'm like, first of all, what is your definition of magic? And if you've never watched A Dark Song or Holy Mountain, I'm not going to take you. So A Dark Song and Holy Mountain are the two movies that show magical practices, rituals, uh, what have you, symbolism, uh, yeah. the best. It's, it's the best movie to see that, and it's real. They're showing you real things. It is skewed a bit to, to kind of throw people off because this is a secret teaching, so I think he's trying to show some respect, but at the same time, he wants to show. You know, In A Dark Song, they changed the Abermelon uh, quite a bit, so you can't sit there and do the Abermelon and you know, maim yourself or something. So, but the Holy, Holy Mountain, I mean, there's so much in it. Like I said, every time I watch it, there's always something new. something new. Always right? something new. I'm like, I didn't see that. You can watch it 10 times and still mm-hmm. catch something new, something that's going to stick out to you. Like one of the parts that stuck out to me was where they met the strongman, mm-hmm. and he said, yeah, I could climb. I could go through the mountain. And he goes through, see, I'm enlightened. Mm-hmm. And they just look at him like, you cheated. So <laughs> what they're describing here are people. I, I, I've talked about this before. Short-term magic, high gain. Okay? So these are people who don't want to do the work. And they want to find shortcuts. So this is what he's specifically addressing. Uh, these are, I won't go into too many details on what that is, but you know, there's ways that you can cheat by stealing. Uh, stealing and, 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 and doing things to, to get high gain, but it's at short term. So you, you, you find people who practice stuff who, who practice this method to where all of a sudden everything around them is going great and they have hardcore crashes and they have yeah. nothing. They physically look different and everything. It's almost like a drug. And then so with a, a, a real practitioner, you're going to practice and do the work and have a slow incline. But you, you're always going up and you go long term. And that's what he's describing in this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. The whole trip is to become a god, right? They're, they want to become gods. Mm. These are CEOs, politicians. Mm. They're wanting to gain more power. And in the light of it all, they're seeing that that really isn't important. Yep. No. Yep. Once you go through the purge and you see yourself for who you really are, right. you're just a meat suit. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. and your virtue is the only thing you take with you, mm-hmm. then your job, your khakis, none of that shit matters. Nothing. Right? 
your it's house, just, your car, all the rest. None of that. None of that matters stuff. anymore. Yeah. Now it's I'm a being. I'm a soul. Yeah. You're one too. That's it. Get back simple. To, get back right. to where we started. Exactly. Get back to the mm-hmm. Godhead. To be gods, mm-hmm. but they did not choose that at the end. The end they chose reality. Reality. Yeah. My, yeah. That's the to get part. away from Maya. That's the part. That's the part where they're they're like, oh, what? Yeah, I mean, this is in essence is what we're trying to do here on the show is to show people that there is something else out there than what you are spoon fed to believe and consume and purchase and and to, you know, I got my Tommy Hill figure or whatever. Perfect. Cool clothes. Perfect out example. There, you know? We were talking about this earlier was uh, Kanye had called out Jordowski on. You guys don't even know who Jordowski is. You guys don't know who Alejandro. Right. He and, does. And, okay. They met. Yeah, well, they met. Yeah, but he really doesn't think. <laughs> Dude, he completely Kanye. missed sorry. the whole point of the movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, it's Kanye. You, you missed it. You didn't, I'm sorry. I'm not a Kanye fan. You know, like no. you you just no. you, you bastardized that part. You said, oh, well, he's the artist. No, he's man, way you're more. Not, you're not that. understanding the art, dude. Yeah, like, he's a genius. It's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's one of those where, no, motherfucker, we need to go to the desert. Mm-hmm. We need to drop an eighth of shrooms. <laughs> and then we're going to see who you really fucking are, yeah. dude. I, you know, unfortunately, I think um, Kanye's probably on that level without any shrooms. And he's not, doesn't seem like he's doing too well. So, uh, well, yeah. you know, hey, money can do weird things to people. And I hope he finds his I way. I think he's more medical. I think he needs yeah. to be on a regimen of, I just think of something. He's in balance a little bit. He just needs to be around the right people. and He needs to be around people that aren't yes men. That too. Well, mm-hmm. this isn't the Kanye show, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We digress. That. We digress. We digress. But anyway, um, for me, I believe that there was a lot of symbolism, a lot of lessons, and the most important lesson is yourself and knowing who you really are, rather than what you can, how much money you can make, and mm-hmm. how many possessions you can actually mm-hmm. possess. Right. And. That is the moral of the story, man. Knowing who you really are and understanding that we're in reality here in the moment. Mm. And in regards to reality, I think that that will almost probably my favorite thing is the very end where they break that fourth wall where they break the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, pan out, check it out. This is a movie. It's bullshit. This is all bullshit. (laughs) I mean, that's just that voice will reside in my brain forever. (laughs) It's just it's amazing. And then of course there's apathy. We got images. We should probably bring up apathy. If you guys don't listen to apathy, please go listen to apathy on Spotify. Yeah, the widow's son. That that the widow's son is like my favorite album. Awesome, me too. You will rip your eyelids open. Yeah, yeah, he has a lot of reference to Holy Mountain in that Mm -hmm. that album. And thank you for doing that. Yes, thank you. Shout out App. Yeah, that was that was shout to Apathy. Come do a show for us at (laughs) our. Been too long. He's very busy, man. He's very. I know he's busy, but come down, kick us some brother. Do a show in a 1926 two story Shakespearean theater, man. Whoa. <laughs> mm. I was going to put it out there, you know? So I have a question for production. What, what part of the movie stood out to you guys? Well, sorry, man. We've been, 
We've been dealing with some things. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have been dealing with our technical difficulties, haven't you? Yeah, we have. I think we got it so okay. sorted for the moment. Everyone's saying they can hear and things are sounding good. I've done, done some checks and everything sounds cool. So let's roll forward. Um, for me, there's like a couple, a couple interesting things. Um, again, I haven't really been listening much to what you guys have been saying because we've been <laughs> doing right. our thing back here. So I hope I don't go back over something it doesn't but, matter but just um go just, for it it's kind of cool how you know they show that that the, the duplication of christ yes over and yes. over and over and over and over until yes. it was something that was unrecognizable manufactured you know that that was that mm-hmm. was very that was very interesting he sold sold yeah worldwide um production how, it's crazy yeah yeah um it also it, it kind of shows um the when, when they're following the camera it's kind of like showing how the world was kind of documenting kind of, I guess, religion, right? Or, or maybe, or is it Christianity specifically? Um, but they're just kind of following it. And, and I, and I think that kind of goes part into the, to that duplication part of Christ. I think that had to do mm-hmm. with that in that scene as well. Yeah. We did talk about kind of his, uh, his, his poke at, at Christianity and it's probably like, Catholicism, like, yeah. like you said, it's probably religion in general. It was the world. It was the, it was the overindulgences and the uh, ties to worldly things, which, which is the complete view of an alchemist or a or a, an esotericist. You know, break it down, get rid of, drop right. the ego. Right. Yeah, and the um, it was kind of interesting. It seemed that the the midget character seemed to represent magic specifically magic yeah and how he was you know he was with jesus and part of jesus you know that the, the the christ character that whole time and then it got ripped away i would argue that i would argue that and say that it represented ego because it was with him for so long and he and he kept he had that monkey on his back forever and then finally it recognized that it had to go when he knew it had to go when it was no longer there so i would i would propose that was, that it's it kind of cool because he's not there Remember, because he's holding like he's like this, and I, you get the viewpoint of everybody else, and yeah. like, what the hell? What's he doing? Well, he's holding, he's holding so him like this when he's climbing. He's when he goes go. to climb the tower to get to the alchemist, he had to let all that go. He did, right? So that, but it came back. I think, yeah, we can tie that into our own lives. We look at it where the things that don't serve you, the people that don't help you, the people that are toxic around you, mm-hmm. you need to let that go. And move forward. Move forward. Sometimes it's best to just start all over again. And sometimes they'll cling on. Yeah. Sometimes they'll keep you. You drop them. You'll let go of that stuff, and then you kind of get back into your groove. And then eventually you get to a place where you just throw them in the ocean, and you're done. Or, or sometimes you're done you may them. even help that individual by letting go, because maybe they realize something and they see how well you're doing now, and they kind of want to get back to that, and then you can bring them back. Or you maybe know? they have their own path to walk by they have themselves, their own path, right? yeah. And they learn. And on you their meet own, up again, and then you return to full circle, and yeah. now you're both at a different level. Yeah, right? all of our paths are not straight. Our paths are crooked. <laughs> they are windy. They are up and down. They are a roller coaster. So every saint has a past, and every sinner has a future. So, and some are the same. <laughs> a lot of them are the same. The Bean TV, can I just say, I love the beards. That's what I'm going for. Yes. Thank you. Right. Uh, Atlas 89. We try. The gold of the spirit is more valuable than them all. 
That is absolutely. Right I mean, that's from that's in the movie. Yeah. It's it literally in the movie. So please watch it. Go. Yeah. Uh, Magic Joker 0925. Mad Joker 0925. Do you feel films need to be more surreal? Need more surrealism and less realism? I think both. Because sometimes I want to watch a movie. I want to take my brain out. And I just want to relax and have a good time. You know? I just want to like let go. I don't want to overanalyze everything. But then there's movies like this that are provocative that make you think that make you want to go out and do things i would say if a movie makes me think regardless of whether it's i love surrealism because to me surrealism usually makes me think but a good movie that makes you think i mean like some of nolan's movies you know like inception and tenet you know it's like where he's playing with the the concepts of time and time dilation and that kind of stuff it's a movie that makes me think i was i was just talking with my buddy when i was in texas and i'm like Dude, I don't go to the movies that often because most of the movies that I see the previews for, mm-hmm. I have no interest in. They don't excite me until something like Tenet was like one of the last movies. Right. Um, 19, what was it? 1941, 42. What was that movie where it was, where it was shot as it was a single scene? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, no it clue. wasn't, it, it was based on world war one. Yes. I think that's 1914 or something. 1914. Like that. Yeah. There you go. That and whole it was scene the was, whole movie, yeah. the whole movie as you're going through the movie is one single scene. It's from the beginning of him getting his orders to going through the field and getting to his final destination. And the movie was filmed crazily with multiple shots. It was never filmed more than, I remember looking up the information on it. It was something like like the scenes were like 20 minutes long each, mm. but it was stitched together so perfectly that that movie appeared that it was a single POV shot from the very beginning of the movie to the very end of the movie. Those kind of movies, anything done really well where it makes me think, that's what I want to see. Also, right. since movie theaters are, are starting to open back up, uh, have you tried the THX experience? I have not. I believe, well, the, the AMC over here in uh, Torrance, Torrance. Mm-hmm. they had that. And I watched 1914 in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, like, oh, I is think, that the one where they have, like, they have the, the, the speakers under your chair? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I did. So I did. When, you feel the rumble? Dude, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. feel like you're in the field. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a you're trip. Immerse, it's yeah. an immersive experience. Yeah. Yes, I have. I they should bring movie theaters back like that. Do you remember they used to have a little... Like the little mess up ones with the shock ones to make everybody get dude you know, I'm, gonna, the, I'm, the, the I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw experience. back I'm gonna throw back before your time bro they used to have the Omnimax in Vegas at the Caesars Palace do you remember that because it would have mm. been you might have remembered I, that I never went so when you drove through Vegas it was this giant dome that was lit up on the outside so when you're cruising when you're cruising on the 15 and coming into Vegas you could see this crazy lighted dome. But when you went into the theater, it was it was completely convex and you sat back and it was that the the seats had movement and they had sound. It was the it was the early THX experience. And they usually had some really like I remember seeing like a, a flick on Hawaii and it's like surfers. So you're like it's like this massive freaking it was like, it was the, I think it was essentially, it was called Omnimax. So it was the beginning of the IMAX experience, mm. but it was, you know, like fully immersive where it was all mm. around you and just larger than life kind of thing. Anyways, digress. No, 
we need to talk about this. <laughs> now I want to go. Yeah, yeah right? I know it's yeah, gone. It was, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids at Disneyland is where they have like the air pops on you when it's like mice yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. They should have that in theaters. I don't know how they can really conduct that nowadays with the movies. You know, crazy. Yes. Uh, so in in the end of this movie, when you see him say, "This is you know, we Illusion. were in search of." We were in search of immortality, but we didn't find that. We found reality. And I, as you, as he's telling you this, he's like, you're not going to be gods, but you're going to know who you really are now, which is technically becoming a god. So to speak on what you just said, what if, what if we have it all wrong? What if? I would, I would agree with you. What if now is, is the time besides us just trying to be a good person to go to heaven, what if this is it? This is our shot to not only just be a good person, but this is what we make it. We are all gods, and we need to attain that. And we have other people who have ascended to that who are trying to keep us down. Well, just just to, to play the devil's well, advocate if you think, there. If you think about the movie itself, it's playing, it's playing into our society as government, mm-hmm. where government is controlling everything. Controlling. Government is telling us, what to eat, what to, what to wear, what to think, mm-hmm. what to wear. And religion at the same doing, time, religion doing the same thing. As religion well. parallel, yeah. the how two, to think. two different yeah. pillars, how to feel parallel supporting the government saying, no, they're right. Follow them and follow mm-hmm. us because mm-hmm. we know what's best for you. Church mm-hmm. and state. Right. Yeah. And at the same time is taking it full advantage of you as a consumer. They're taking your money and they're not giving you anything. Cause if you think about it, I'm going to say this, and this is my personal opinion, is church and state are really for people who do not know how to conduct themselves. I don't need a church to tell me how to not abuse my neighbor. I don't need the state to tell me that I shouldn't murder somebody. I already know that. No. I know how to conduct myself as a human being. We, we don't need the church or the state for our own morality no. systems. And if we and know, it, we do stuff because we know that, it's Can right. we just think about that? It does serve a purpose, though. Like I, I see it, it does. But yeah. overall, we need to tell people, don't do this, don't do that. Because some people actually need it. Like, like you crazy. said, like that, us, like we can figure it out on our own. We know right, that the majority of people. just be a good person, right? Yeah. But right. There, then there's people out there. Hey, like where I grew up, man, there were some gangster ass fools, dude, mm-hmm. that are now hardcore Christians. Right. Right. And they don't do stupid shit. And anymore it worked because they found Jesus. And, they, and I'm happy that they did that because it made them a better person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though they're trying to convert everybody to do the same right, thing. Right. Right. But hey, you know what? I'll, I'd rather take that and listen to that than have you in jail or doing dumb shit or hurting people or whatever. Yeah. You know, right. so there is the purpose. Yeah. Because that is, I would yeah. say that's probably like the neophyte level, right? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're right. understanding what religion is. Just enough. And then at some point you need to wake up and say, you know what? There's more to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just surface level, uh, not even adept, just very simple. And that's it. There's no other, there's no other way to put it. It's, it's very simple living and it's fed to you, force fed mm-hmm. with rules Written by men, mm-hmm. right? You, don't want, you want to say, oh, well, it's written by God. I'm sorry, man. These, these guys were sheep, sheep herders with the education <laughs> of a 10-year-old, bro. <laughs> and you're going to tell me, you know, oh, no, they, they, they knew their shit. 
or, oh, the, okay. or so they were having psych- or they were having psychedelic experiences that and, right there. and attributing it someplace else and then keeping that hidden in an esoteric fashion. Right, which happens throughout the Bible. Which is what I would put. It happens throughout the Bible. The Holy Sacrament itself has correct. You've been lied to about that. That's correct. It's not. We're only getting half of it. Yeah, you. you the it's real, been diluted into alcohol, so they basically left it with alcohol, so that people still get a little buzz. Yeah, but they took out the psychedelic. They part. took out the psychedelic, and that's the bad part. You took out the psychedelic part, and now we're here. And wow, what is this? Oh, I don't know. We're getting into wow. IG. We, okay. we're, we're fancy. Oh, so this is some of the artwork that's coming from Holy Mountain. Well, if you look, if you look at that in itself, it's you're veiled on top of a mountain and you're lifting the veil, right? Yeah. You're, co- you're, yeah. you're taking the cover off your eyes. And I see that like with religion, you are being covered and that's okay. Yet is there you know? still, is there still a level of embarrassment? I mean, look at, so look it, at it's covering, almost like half, half of her. I think this is really going to be the struggle of trying to pull a veil and trying to pull everything off. But now She's covering her breasts because that's that's what I'm saying. Is right. there still some it's embarrassment? Still like like right. I, she so hasn't made it all the to, way there, right? She, it's she's almost starting like she's struggling, to. but she she wants it off. Okay. And it even looks like her legs are almost tied, you know, with with the drapery there. But that's the veil. That would that would be the veil for sure. Hmm. It's a beautiful photo. Yes, uh, brother Ketaman, He's always con- you know commenting. Thank you very much, uh, Melissa Elizabeth Insta. Thank you very much. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of people lot of comment people. on our on our Instagram, which where we have a pretty large following. And if you wanted to look at some really really cool posts that Joe posts, Joe posts, uh, Joe check out our Instagram Keepers of the Word. Keep, yeah, yeah. These conversations, these conversations continue continue the, uh, every day on this. Yeah. So we are feeding this every day. We are posting. We are. Hey, whose ugly mug is that? Oh, look yeah. at that. Look at that. <laughs> Multiple ones there. <laughs> Got to go live, buddy. Got to go live. Going live. So, in, in essence, when we look at this movie, we're looking at it at a, from a perspective oh. of a fool who wants to become the alchemist at some point or the magician, the enlightened one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's go into uh, the Bean TV, separate church and state. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then uh, freedom and morality comes from the source. That's for sure. That's from Atlas X89. And then um, we have the Bean TV. Why do you think this was so secretive? Um, are you referring to the movie being secretive? Or maybe or, alchemy. Or alchemy being secretive. Or maybe religion not telling um, the truth. So, so I, I can I can answer this because okay. they don't want you to know this because there's another party that's against this. They don't want you to have self knowledge or be self taught. They want you to follow a regiment. So, and this goes back to you know the the Bible was not for people to read. The Bible was brought out. It was locked up, and it was it was it's to dictate yeah, on, on how they only, see fit. It was used as a tool. People. Yeah. And this you can see is not an opinion. You can see how they swayed was people. It used to control yeah, people. The masses. <laughs> the masses through fear, unfortunately. Um, you know. Uh, so that's that's what what why was it so secretive? Because it works and it's it's healthy. It works. You it's know, healthy. It's funny that when, when people try to to tell me, well, it was written by God. Okay, so then you believe in the Mormon Bible. 
And the, no, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. Well, that was written by God too. He was inspired by God. So yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. You just choose one over the other. For me, I just don't believe either one. You know, are they, are there great moral tales in, in each book? Yes, absolutely. There, there are, there's you can great, learn from them. There's teachings. great moral you can be a good tales person from them in the world that keep getting rehashed over and over and over. So you have like the avatar or the Christ figure, you know, there's been many people who died being crucified or, or not as much crucified, but on a tree Buddha, one of the Buddhas was, was done. I forget the evil guy's name. Uh, he had like crossbows and he, pinned him to a tree and that's how he died odin same thing this is all recurring over and over and over and this is a, this is why the church uh went and conquered all these other lands and got rid of their religion because it's it's their same religion it's the same teachings just swayed it's just turned changed just a little bit you know so you can find these these teachings that are in the bible they're throughout the history of the world you know yeah. the majority of the bible came from babylon so all the creation myths, all that. It's all from Babylon when the Jews were in, 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 enslaved in Babylon. The Epic of Gilgamesh itself. I tells, mean, that's amazing. Teaches, I mean, there's so many similarities. Mm-hmm. You know that it was borrowed from there. And it was taken in Correct. Egypt. And then adopted from Egypt. And then taken yeah. into Judaism. Well, he, even, even in Gilgamesh, he sees his, like, his great-grandfather, who's Up- Upanishad, I believe his name is, or something like that. And it's Noah. Yeah. It's the stories are similar and the, and the yeah. teachings. And that's why it's always like, let's get back to, let's get back to the earliest. Let's, let's go to the source. Full moon is active tonight. Correct. Full moon. Sorry. We've been having Supper. some technical issues mm-hmm. and that's okay. We're getting strained out. Feng Shui Zina. Hi. Wow, Thank you, you for joining us. You, you said that like a professional. I am a professional. I looked over at that and I had a hard time and you just said that. That's how it goes. So absurd, it is absurd, but so is our society. That's, that's, that's society is absolutely absurd. That's the movie in general. Right. Why do we, why do we go to jobs and leave our house empty to make money to pay for that house and pay for that car that drove us to that job? It's absolutely absurd, but we do it. So if you think about that, it totally reminds me of Fight Club part where he says you're not your fucking khakis because <laughs> you aren't right what 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 or, else would you be doing 40 or, hours a week dude? or what about um oh the 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 uh, the rose movie with uh kevin spacey he says it's all just stuff it right. is stuff it's all right stuff. american beauty that's american what you're talking beauty. about there you go. Beauty. it's yeah. all just good stuff. movie so Good movie. one of the awesome things that, that you learn is that possessions possess you, yeah. right? And if you don't learn how to let go of things, whether they are thoughts or material things, then they end up possessing you. They possess your mind. They possess your soul. So that's something you need to learn. On that note, you know, I didn't get to, I didn't shout out at the beginning. I'm going to give a shout out right now. Worshipful Chad from International City Lodge has a YouTube channel called The Blacked Out Buddha. He has sold every freaking thing that he owned and he is traveling the world and he's been spending these last couple of months in Mexico right now. He just did a bitchin' minimalist packing video for like a 38 liter pack or something like that, that he's down to like 32 
and his bare minimum stuff and half of his stuff is his recording equipment for his laptop and his camera and stuff to be able to make his money and and make his videos on the road shout out chad blacked out buddha check him out on youtube it's got a great freaking video on how to become a minimalist and how to get out there and check out the world so i don't think i could be a minimalist i i like the whole concept like, I, I like the concept. I like the concept, I like and I would love I like, to do it. I like to do things, but I'm obsessed with books, and that involves. I couldn't things. get rid of my books. I couldn't. Yeah, that's. You know, I mean, to, but I have like a ton things. of books that would not fit in the minimalist. You know. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I understand that. And there's just, but you, there, there's other things that you can do. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah. It's you, very attractive. You, I, I believe some of uh, some of the guys went over and did a big cleanup, freaking excavation at your house oh yeah was that it i mean Ooh. that's a, even stuff like that i mean yeah. cleaning out trash i felt so good afterwards exactly dude it's i actually a go and i sit in the backyard now yeah i just look at the like a place that you yeah. didn't even want to go before because no, it was I just it. overwhelming yeah because it was just it was too much mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. stuff and our brains get that so way now i sometimes. sit on my patio and relax watch the sunset now it's all yeah. beautiful so, the bean tv is referencing the crusades the crusades in general was just a fight over land. It was mainly to ex- excavate underneath Solomon's temple to retrieve what was underneath there, whether whatever it may be. I, I'm gonna leave that blank. If Solomon's temple, so we understand that those now. those temple pillars in the front were a certain height, and then they yeah. changed height when it was sacked. Mm-hmm. So that leads the Templars to believe that there's something under the temple. This is why they made a a horse um, barn on the side of it, stables, horse stables, and they worked underneath there where no one can see what they were doing. It was completely roofed. So you have the temple here, and they were down here, and they were digging underneath. So we can, we can go see that today. There's, there's, we know they were there mining underneath. Well, if you could... If you could get, well, to we, the can't mosque, get we can't right? get it. We can't yeah, get. We can't get into there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a different. Uh, happy slappy. Anyone who tries tricking his followers to go with him in the desert is behind alert. <laughs> Personally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Person. I mean, if you're you're talking about Jesus going to the desert and stuff like that, he was most likely with the uh, Essene community. I don't know. Uh, I know a bunch of guys that go to the desert and leave their wives behind. Yeah. We, we do that once a year. <laughs> yeah, we don't go for 40 days. Though. We don't go for 40 days. Go and for, it doesn't get weird like that. So, yeah. But it does help. It, it, it does help yeah. to go and just get away from We We kind of yeah. unplug. Every year we yeah. want to unplug and purge. purge and realign with ourselves and with each other, too, you know? Because, I, have, I mean, there's nothing like bonding I have other than freezing. <laughs> That's going to make you or break you, right? (laughs) That was so cold. I have a friend um, who's an artist. If if you check him out on Instagram, Art Underworld, check him out. He's got some great art. Uh, But he was totally against psychedelics growing up. Mm -hmm. He's like, nah, man, I'm not going to do that shit. Then over time, he's like, hmm. Hmm." (laughs) Right. So I told him, look, man, whenever you want, go to Yucca Valley. We'll handle it. And I guarantee you, you're going to come back. A whole new person. A whole new person. Focused. Mm-hmm. Super focused. That, those, those lights are. So going back to the movie. 
could you imagine a month of just heavy Sufi Zen and yoga training? Yes. Yes, well, I can. First of all, sleep deprivation, dude. I mean, for if they were doing that for a whole month, dude, they, they there's only there's got to be a certain point where your you body just freaking just, think you're going mad because it actually your body falls. I remember I remember a show where they used to do that where they would stay awake as long as possible and and what wasn't that had, long. What they had said on it was the longer you stay awake, you actually become insane. Well, your blood alcohol content changes because of because of some the way that I don't remember the the science behind it, but there's something about the way that your body is processing nutrients or something like that that you're getting drunk, or at least mm-hmm. that similar yeah, type of aspect to delirious. getting drunk. So I can't imagine thirty days. Thirty days, being I can't away. imagine. I think the OTO does like a couple days. I think Max talked about that. Mm. I mean, I do know I have done sleep depri- deprivation before. Um, that gets really weird. I mean, even just being up for a long time and mm-hmm. then getting exhausted and falling yeah. asleep, you start having bizarre dreams. Well, I mean, you have, you're more vivid. They're more vivid. Oh, Your muscles time. start twitching. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. And then you do it in absence where you don't eat as you well when, when you do super that. Yeah. Irritated. The longest I've stayed up 72 hours, not because I wanted to. I was angry, very, (laughs) very angry. Well, you're just short and to the point. I just did not want to deal with anybody's bullshit. You don't care. Up for seventy two hours, and that wasn't fun. So you can imagine a whole week. Mm. By the end of the week, you're probably losing your fucking mind, right? You know. So do we have any more questions? Let's see. Hey, question. Got to run. Thanks, guys. Atlas eighty nine. No, thank you. Thank for you for in. being here. The Bean TV. It's good to get away and survive with friends in the wilderness. Yes, yes, you it is. are right. It is fun. Nature is is a is a drug, a good drug. It's a great way to cleanse you. If, you. if you live in L.A., ground for sure. Take yourself to Angeles National Forest. It's like forty five minutes north. Go up the mountain and just. Experience total silence. Right. Because, you know, when you're in the city, all you hear is sirens and cars and honking and people. When you get out into wilderness and all you hear is air and birds. Birds, trees trees rustling in the wind. nature. Be in the moment. We we had that on on our other show. Yeah. Go out there and be in the now. Take everything out. Just be in the now. Just Just be. Be with nature. It's amazing. (laughs) I know how happy slappy. I know people that have stayed awake for a month on methamphetamines and uppers. They don't seem very enlightened to me. I would say no. We got a joker, guys. I think there's a joker on YouTube right now. I think so. That's okay. I I like that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That makes it fun. That makes it fun because he's not lying. Yeah, I I, I don't recommend doing that, man. That how the hell do you do it? You know, I see him ride around on bikes and skateboards all day. So if you guys have any more questions, shoot them out right now. Uh, guys in the back, do you guys have any questions? Do you guys have any parts of the movies you want to talk about? No, I think we're, we got our hands folded back here. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, you mean Sorry. You busy, I apologize. Uh, so, uh, any closing remarks on this movie? You need to watch it. If you are a fan of our show, you'll be doing us a disservice and yourself if you do not watch this movie from beginning to end. You know, Mike? I'm going to leave it to you to close. Why don't you close it up? Okay. Do it, Mike. I'll close it up in the best way I can. (laughs) Do it, Mike.
We are images, dreams, photographs. We must not stay here. Prisoners. We shall break the illusion. This is Maya. Goodbye to the holy mountain. Real life awaits us. Thank you, guys. Nice. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Until next time, same time, same channel. See you soon. Later. Later.